This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And listeners, we've got a great question. Here's our question for today, Pastor Michael. Can someone become saved while demon-possessed? Ugh. Let's talk about something happy for a moment. Yeah, let's, let, before we get into the deep, dark yeah. depths of demon possession. So we have, to date, 754 downloads in Hong Kong. Oh my goodness. Isn't that cool? That is, that is crazy. It's a global sensation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, uh, I want to give a shout out to our one download in France. Oh, the French. Oh, the French. I know they listened and they're like, we don't want nothing to do with him. And then uh, I will not uh, mimic Koreans or those from Norway or those from Taiwan We ha- or Netherlands. We had one download total from the each Netherlands, of those countries. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. There we go. Worldwide. There we go. We are, um, we, we are just astonished at the reach in which these podcasts are making. I, I think we could go better than one download in each of those countries. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So back to the question. Can someone become saved while demon- possessed so let's let's start with a couple things that we do know that we know that we know Mm -hmm. number one would be the moment someone trusts in jesus demon possession becomes immediately impossible Yeah, that's impossible so only one spirit other than your own soul spirit whatever can occupy a person at a time yes it's either going to be the holy spirit Mm -hmm. or a demonic spirit correct so if the demonic spirit is in there and the Holy Spirit saves that person, that demonic spirit is required to depart and leave. That's easy, mm-hmm. good, on the yep. same page. The question, though, is, let's say I am possessed by a demon. You know, in order to be saved, I need to express faith. I need right. to trust in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and what I love is that this person, actually implicit in the question, is that salvation is an act of the will, um, not um, an act of works, which is a huge, yeah. just fundamental distinction. But yep. let's just assume our audience knows salvation is by trusting in Jesus. And that when you trust in Jesus, the demon goes, here's the question. When someone's possessed by a demon, does that demon control their mind as well as their body or just their body? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So let's say, you know, um, Billy Bob over here, he's possessed by a demon, but the demon takes control of his faculties. But, is the person still able to think and to process in their mind? If so, the answer would be yes. I could proclaim the gospel to Billy Bob, the demon-possessed man, and Billy Bob in his consciousness right. could hear that. Yes. And then and, trust and actually I, I would hold to what you just said that when a demon possesses a person, he is uh, the demon, he or she, they're inanimate objects, so neither one he or she it it they are possessing the person's faculties but not their mental capacities mm-hmm. and we see this in various examples of possession demon possession in the new testament that the demon throws the person in a fire right but the person is not doing that on their own Correct, yeah. the demon is causing this person's body to be thrown into the fire yep. or cutting themselves or saying things that they normally would not say. If I was possessed by a demon and that demon was doing wicked acts through me, when I stand before God, I would not be necessarily accountable, accountable for those, for those no. wicked acts per se, although I would be accountable for not trusting in Christ and opening up my life to right. that kind of possession and, and depression. So one of the thoughts that I had was, 
the one person that I was able to watch be fully demon possessed had no recollection of the right. events afterwards. Correct. Which does not Same mean that me. they weren't conscious in that time. It just means that they don't remember. remember. Yep. So, you know, I don't think that really gives me any basis, anecdotally at least, to to say whether or not that person was or was not conscious behind the masquerade of what the demon was doing through yes. the body. So, can someone become saved while demon possessed? I think my answer to this, and again, we're conjecturing at this point, mm -hmm. so our audience yeah. just needs to know. Like, This is kind of an opinion based yep. on what we know scripture teaches. Yep. Can they become saved while demon possessed? I think so. What say you? I would say probably not. Okay. And here, here, here's why. You just like to disagree. Yeah, I just like to disagree with you. And here, here's why. When a person accepts Christ as their Savior, we know that the Holy Spirit is given to them immediately. We see all kinds of instructions from Paul about what happens to a person through the Holy Spirit when a person accepts Christ. That person is being given the Holy Spirit at the moment that they trust Christ as their Savior, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is going to immediately cast out that demon. It's almost simultaneous yep. in the sense that the Holy Spirit comes in, the demon goes out. A person that's possessed by, the, by a demon, that demon cannot hold on to that person and the Holy Spirit come into the person at the mm -hmm. same time. No, I agree. They can't simultaneously coexist, which is true. The question for me would be, can they, while they're demon-possessed, articulate a faith that would necessarily produce the Holy Spirit kicking that demon out? If I'm listening to this, let's say I'm not a Christian, and I'm like, what in God's name <laughs> are these people talking about? <laughs> and uh, I, I want to take a minute on episode number 285 this fine Friday and just say, sometimes there is a benefit to processing questions like this. Yes. Because it makes you think about, we'll just say even random, almost impossible circumstances, and it makes you flesh out your biblical worldview, right? So like if you have a biblical principle, sometimes it's fun just to say, okay, hypothetically, how far can I take this? You know, And uh, it's a great question. Like what is a person's mental capacity while they're demon possessed? You know, What are they able to articulate? Can the Holy Spirit come into their life? I mean, those are all hypothetical questions. And to some degree, there are circumstances where these things are going to be real. But what we're doing is working out our fundamental That's biblical right. principles and practical or hypothetical circumstances. And I think there's a lot of value um, in that. Sometimes when you get a bad principle, it doesn't really play itself out very well. These are good opportunities for, for people to hear us process basic fundamental right. principles. Fundamental principle number one, a demon and the, and the Holy Spirit cannot coexist inside at the of a same person. time. Um, fundamental principle number two: When a person trusts in Christ, demons must leave if they're there. And uh, now, how that practically plays itself out? Well, I think we're surmising with conjecture. So maybe we agree, we don't agree, but here's what we do agree: Jesus can't save anybody, and um, whether or not the demon has to be cast out first or not, I don't know. That's I'm surmising at this point. Come back next time when we answer the question, can Satan cause illnesses or heal people?